Chelsea, I'm going to give you this one. Oh, I was like, give me what? But I want you to do like a really like... Uh, over Western. Western, <laughs> yeah. Clint Eastwood out of the mouth. Beyond haunted. Have you ever seen a Clint Eastwood Western? Yeah, I have. But Are you sure you about said that? said Western and I went, I went Southern. Have you ever watched a Western? <laughs> yeah. Beyond Haunted. But you're watching this Beyond Haunted. <laughs> Can I do it like that? No. no. My name is Dylan Garland. I'm Chelsea Camo. I am Holly Stevens. And we are Beyond Haunted. Ladies, gentlemen, ghosts, spirits, ghost Nazis, welcome to episode Why, 10. you're welcome. <laughs> I didn't say you're welcome. I said welcome. No, but why, why would you open it? You're as bad as Paul. Oh, man. Well, maybe they want to see themselves on television, so I'm just like, it's not like we got a release form for the ghosts. The mm-hmm. least I can do is welcome them to the podcast. Yes, yes. I, I hear your rationale. Jesus. Very much like Paul. Hey, everybody. Hey. Uh, we're, we're, uh, we're the haunted team Hello. and we're a mess right now, um, because we're recording this really late, which is the best time to talk about ghosts and to experience ghosts. So it kind of works out for us. Um, so little recap, this is, uh, this is episode 10 and we're talking about Barrington Passage part two, which is, uh, our location was the Western County's military museum. Very spooky place. If you haven't listened to last week's episode, I highly suggest you do before listening to this one because it kind of sets the tone. And pretty much knocks it out of the park with uh, creepiness, weirdness, and um, and you'll kind of get a backstory on why we're talking about Nazis so much. But if you haven't listened to that or you just want to recap of what we talked about, here's kind of what's went down so far in part one of Barrington. So, very brief version. Paul invited ghost Nazis. After check. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> check. After that, we started hearing noises. A camera moved on its own. And Paul saw and heard a window lock or a little whatever a piece of a window move on its own and we have audio of that it's very weird Creepy. so let's jump into this because last week's episode we got into a very passionate subject for me apparently because holly called me out that i was damn near tearing up talking about all this when you are passionate and that's a general plural you <laughs> it i find it's very normal for one's eyes to well with yeah. emotion and fear. I was very excited to talk about it because it's this very weird yeah, I, thing. I wasn't trying to call you out in a bad way. I was I was just noticing that, that you were reacting. That's all. It wasn't like, oh my God, Dylan, are those tears in your eyes? It was like, wow, Dylan, this is obviously affecting you and I like that. So ghosts yeah, and ghost which, Nazis. So hmm. last week I talked about that because um, I heard these noises and stuff that uh, basically sounded like somebody slammed their fist down. Keeps doing that. Yeah, so... <laughs> Last episode was very noise oriented, I would argue. Agree. Love it. This episode, however, was cold. It's like someone flipped a switch on a window and everything changed. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> what? Did you not like that? Oh, I loved that. <laughs> it was good. Um, so we open this episode where Paul just gets cold again. Um while he's explaining what he had just seen and what he had just seen was basically something moving on its own yeah we weren't moving it yeah with with no logical explanation for how that could happen no it basically um it it was a part of the window 
that it's either a lock or something a like latch it holds yeah yeah something that's on a hinge yeah and it was moving on its own it was making noise on its own and up that's, and down yeah i know which is really weird that's the great one <sighs> <sighs> um so he hauls me up into the darkness and uh we we start talking about it and he's explaining it he he, he was bothered because i, oh, I yeah. rewatched this before we did the podcast just to kind of refresh myself it, he was bothered by whatever it was you don't see him like that you don't see him saying the words damn often yeah no like trying to hide his swearing like he was <laughs> he looked genuinely upset there's actually even that moment which we noticed where he, he's talking about what happened and he's staring at the floor yeah yeah he, he's he, not he's not making eye contact like he's shy or nervous yeah yeah oh it's weird it was great <laughs> yes yeah, great it's very great but it's just so bizarre because we've known paul for a while you've known him longer than i have he he's not the type to do that or show that side of him especially on camera mm. so paul goes through the cold thing and uh we talked a little bit about this last week um chelsea what do you think it was what do you think it sounded like i thought it sounded like sos but then after listening to it again it doesn't sound like sos when paul was explaining it to us he explained it like that. Oh, that's true. But yeah. then listening to it back, it doesn't really sound like that. Okay, fair. Yeah, I agree. But I wouldn't. I would like to know if there's anything in Morse code that sounds like that, like what it would translate to. Because it was like a steady. Um, it was. It was steady. I two believe steady kind of noises. Yeah, I think it was like five clicks or something like that, if I remember um, correctly. But yeah, there was like one set of five clicks a pause and then the same set i agree it did sound like morse code but yeah yeah i don't think it was yeah SOS. it wasn't sos but, but the um, fact that there's that that radio yeah the radio room right, right right across from it yeah and 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 we're getting we're getting what sounds like morse code yeah <laughs> what yeah that's is very very weird um I'm just looking, sorry, I'm looking online, I'm looking at Morse code, because there's actually something coming, I believe, in part three of the Barrington trilogy, is what I'm calling it, mm -hmm. uh, that's Morse code based, and, uh, oh my fuck. What? Oh, what, what did you find, Dylan? Dylan's found something. What did He's, you just search? does not look happy. Okay, wait, what did you look up? What M did you search? Inter Morse code. Like, right. Uh, the alphabet of Morse code. Yeah. What's the matter? How many was it? I I believe five, but it was like a it was like a. I'd have to I'd have to go back and look at it. I couldn't tell you how many it was or not. What do you think it is? Yeah, because you're. If we're going off, he hasn't looked up for like two minutes now. He's just staring at his screen. I know. Four quick dots is H. Ah shit! I I want to say it wasn't four though. Five quick dots is just the number five. Okay. I want to say five. Is there a three in there? Yeah, because yeah, we got that number later on too. I know five and three. We'll, we'll talk about it in a second. So this is a, this is a, we're curious. We're a curious bunch of. We're actively it? researching at mm. this moment. Yes. You're catching us, unraveling. Yeah. The story, not ourselves. As far <laughs> as I know, we're still we're still raveled. This thing, yeah, this thing really. I haven't been this excited about a piece of evidence we've gotten since the the voice at queens um you know what this is this is this important to me i'm actually gonna go listen to that audio for like half a minute 
will you guys talk about this? Because I think we need to know right now. Okay. Yeah, I actually have something yeah. I want to talk about. So you go do that, Holly. You, look, it's research on Beyond Haunted. Yeah. The, the research never stops. You get it live here, guys. There you go. So, yeah, I want to put this to rest because I agree it doesn't quite sound like SOS. Yeah. And in the moment, you know, we see a lot of things and hear a lot of things differently mm-hmm. when we're there. And, and clearly what you heard described to you was SOS. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't quite... Right. Sound like that because in... I didn't hear the I didn't hear the audio playback like we didn't Fair. hear that yeah no one did I didn't even know what it sounded like until now yeah um so I want to talk about this because this is the first time I think in this show where we got a real sense of how dark these rooms are mm-hmm. so uh, as Paul's kind of up in the um, uh, the courtroom and he's talking on the table we bought GoPros about halfway through the shoot. Oh my God, that scared me. That's her watching it, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Okay, sorry. There's noises coming from down the hall. I mean, you can probably hear that on the podcast. Um, so, so we bought GoPros and we added it to our kind of repertoire of what we use for gear. Mm-hmm. And it became this really awesome thing. So here you see Paul uh, using the GoPro in the, uh, in the top of the courtroom. Usually when you're seeing the CCTV footage, it looks like it's completely lit. Yeah. That's not the case. Not at it's all. It's infrared light that is showing everything in the room, but we can't see anything. Yeah. And then the other footage that we have is I have a huge LED light on the top of the camera. So when you're seeing that footage, you're seeing the room lit pretty well. Mm -hmm. What you don't see and what I'm so happy in this episode you got to see really, really well was the fact that we were cutting from the CCTV footage to Paul with the GoPro. Yeah. And the GoPro is pitch black aside from a sliver of light that Paul has brought into the frame. Yeah. Uh, That's how dark it is every episode yeah you don't see anything you need a flashlight to get around like you can't exactly. see anything like it is um darker than dark we've said that quite yeah. a few times on the show um it is so dark and that's why it's so unnerving mm-hmm. when you see something that you shouldn't see <laughs> yeah i can only imagine like i can only imagine what went through his head when seeing that like it would terrify me yeah because you'd probably hear it before you'd, you'd like hear it and then be like, what? And yeah, then... brought him over to the noise. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, that's Duh. weird. But yeah, I am glad just as a, because I'm the cinematographer for this, and I'm so glad that visually we got to show just how dark it is in this place. Mm-hmm. It's pitch black. We can't see in front of us. That's why we all have flashlights on us. Yeah. Because if we have to move, like we, we're going to bump into something. Yeah. So <laughs> imagine like, good. imagine being in a room so dark you can't see, and you're wondering like, what's behind me right now? Is there something? You know, like... It's terrifying. Yep. And then when you do see the darker than dark, which we have seen a couple of times, which we're going to see in part three. Yeah. It becomes this um, very unnerving feeling because you're in this dark room. You're looking into a corner and it's darker than pitch black. Yeah. I can't show it because it's it's impossible to show something like that. Mm-hmm. But it is a very, very weird feeling. Um, so I'm glad that, that got showed because it's important. I'm also glad that I got to get a little revenge in this episode <laughs> because Paul usually throws stuff on me, yeah, which I'm not a fan of. If you watch the Aster episode, he threw something on me that was cold. He basically sent Miss Gorham on me, which was a historical figure in Liverpool, Nova Scotia, and not who cool man scared the living bejesus out of me. Yeah, and he threw it on me, and then I felt cold. So this time we were upstairs, and, and this was after Paul was explaining what he heard. I think he was telling Holly. Yeah. Um, he said that he kept feeling cold whenever I was nearby. So I backed away a little bit. And then I ran towards him like a rhino. Because <laughs> I needed revenge, damn it. I'm not just going to be cold for no reason. I'm going to 
I'm going to throw it to Paul. There you go. It's an eye for an eye, right? Yeah. I'm not throwing something on him specifically. I'm just whatever is surrounding me in cold, Mm -hmm. I am now sharing to Paul because he has shared it with me. That's right. And that's not okay with me. So, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's, it, it is weird, and I joke around about the cold, and I say that I brought it on Paul and all that stuff. Cold is not fun. <laughs> cold is an uneasy feeling. Ghost Nazis, totally bad. I'm just saying, hopefully you're still recording, so this is on the record. I'm just saying, Ghost Nazis, bad. I Ladies and gentlemen, now. this podcast has been an absolute cluster. <laughs> <laughs> I totally get that now. So, <laughs> so Holly has returned. We were just talking about cold with Paul and me getting revenge with the cold. Here he comes. Ghost Nazis in the sky. That's been a musical interlude on Beyond Haunted. Back to work I go. You should see what's in episode three, folks, of Barrington. (laughs) Well, that was a treat. (laughs) Yeah, so I I was out in the main part of the office listening back to the the sounds, and, and Paul came out, and I was like, Paul, I need you to count this for me. What does this sound like to you? And... When I was listening to it, I was hearing more. But he was describing, well, no, it would be this because you, something was pushing it down and it was going back up. So he was counting the double hit movement as mm-hmm. only one. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, well, you know what? It doesn't even matter because it's either four or it's eight. Mm. Okay. So it was it was the, four. The first one is that it goes, yeah. Which he counted as four, four hits. Yeah. But at, you hear eight sounds. Right. Do you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. What did the second didn't the second one do the same thing? It was it was longer, but I can't count it. It was too close together. I th- I think it was like twelve. It's still like a thing of four, but what if the first one was like H H? I know. That's exactly what that's I was gonna exactly say. It. If it's four four, that's it. That's H H. <laughs> yeah. Well Which what we're getting at folks is the, you know, I'm not saying it. <laughs> I'm not I'm not having that be recorded for people to use. But HH in the context of Nazis, I think you know where that's going. Yeah. Um well, that's fun, isn't it? Yeah. So it's not not good. Well, you know, maybe maybe somewhere down the road, and I don't know if this is true or not, who knows. Uh maybe somewhere down the road we have another bit of Morse code that lines up to something else, but I guess we'll just have to wait and find out. Uh <laughs> Okay, okay. So moving on, uh I was just telling Chelsea about kind of the um the cold that I was throwing on Paul for revenge. Yeah. For the Astro Theater. That's I... right. That was quite amusing. Thank you for that. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> um we uh we are sorry, I got it it's this place was nuts. We started looking at noises that you had heard, Holly, mm-hmm. and we were trying to figure out where the hell it was coming from. Because you had heard had heard another kind of thud. And we were upstairs in the judges' chamber. We were in the radar room and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, like footsteps upstairs. And no one was up there. I know. So I am recording. And for those who don't know, I have an audio uh, setup that goes to the camera. So basically, I have a Rode mic that is connected to a audio pack. And the audio pack is connected to the camera. It's just better audio because the camera audio sucks. When Paul walks out of the radar room... And I do not interrupt people very often on the show. I usually let you guys do whatever. Mm. Whew. I heard a noise. (laughs) In my right ear, I think. Was it right or left? Right. Right ear. So the way that my mic works 
isn't like that. <laughs> if I'm hearing something, I should be hearing it in stereo. It should be coming in both ears. I heard something that sounded like a human voice, but a hmm in my right ear. It's terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying. And this has happened before. Um, if you watch the Aster episode part one, I hear what basically sounds like a... Oh, yeah. So this isn't the first time. However, I know a lot of people say, well, it's probably just the thing. These are two very distinctly different sounds. Like, this is not the same thing. I'm not having the same repeating problem. Um, this was something different. And it was just this very quick... And it was only coming from the right. Ugh. You got a little bothered by that. Yeah. What's up? Why does that bother me? Yeah. Because it's... Because it's not the first time I've had something be that close. That's the worst feeling. And, and I, I've never known how to describe that, but I think that might be the way to do it. It Because I'm using headphones, it sounds like it is in my ear. And you also have that. And then like minutes later, I get punched by cold. Yeah. No, I, it, it's... Oh. Overtaken by cold. And again, I'm not the cold guy. That's Paul. I felt cold. And there's been some really weird feelings of cold. I It just felt like something rushed me in this. And it ain't the last time I felt cold in this episode either. Do you feel cold? Right now I do because there's barely any heat on in this office. <laughs> I meant more like in the context of the show. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you for clarifying. No, I don't often feel cold. Yeah, I don't I, either. Not a sense that I would sense it as abnormal as paul describes it there's a certain level of hey i'm in a drafty basement probably yes, gonna feel yep. some cold but no i don't often have that same sensation because I'm, I'm i'm just thinking back to all the stuff that we've gone through you're usually the one measuring the cold <laughs> you're not usually the one going through the scenario i do like, like measuring things yeah. and you're on it like that too when stuff happens at edu what's up measuring love the ed what's happening here and the ed if if you don't know measures um temperature and uh Electromagnetic field. Yes. Uh, it also measures um, vibrations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so some pressure moves. and humidity, which we don't often use, but it's interesting when you're looking at the temperature just to see if that's also moving. Yeah. Ooh. So I missed one. This. That'll come to me. Oh, okay. I thought you, like, never mind. <laughs> I don't know why that scared me. Um, wow, it really did scare you. <laughs> I missed one. <gasps> I missed one. Like, what do you mean you missed one? One what? Who are you talking about, Holly? I can't remember everything that Edie does in this exact moment. <laughs> I'm um, sorry, Edie. It's been too long. So I'm sitting here getting absolutely embodied by cold is what I wrote down because that's pretty much what it felt like. Um, it felt like it just uh, hit me in the back. Uh, so we are already, and we're only halfway through. Huh. The, what? Well, I, it makes sense. Sorry to interrupt you. No, I love it when you do, because it usually means you have something to add. Well, whenever you and Paul feel cold, I'm constantly measuring to see if there's any kind of a detectable difference. Mm -hmm. Pretty much there never is. That's interesting. Are you... What do you well, okay, what do you... What theory are you cooking right I, now? I, I'm, I'm just sitting in this interesting sensation that that doesn't line up. So I don't think you guys are wrong. You feel cold. Why do you feel more cold? What is happening? But it's not being detected in in the environment around you. Like the ED isn't picking it the up. The ED is not picking up the temperature change. At least not, like, I don't think people can detect necessarily like a 0.1, you know, degree yeah. change on the surface of their skin. Mm. Right. Core temperature, sure. But sure. So it's not like necessarily core temperature is changing. I don't think that's it either. Or is it? Oh, that's an interesting thought. 
Maybe I should take your temperature. Maybe that we should actually get a little wouldn't be a bad idea. That's interesting. Yeah, because that is that is very interesting. Yeah, so maybe it's not the environment that's changing oh, so much as it's... Can you please in- not finish that sentence? <laughs> Sorry. No, finish it for the sake of this podcast. I know what you're going to say. Go ahead. Sure. So what I was trying to say before I was summarily interrupted uh-huh. is that maybe it's not the environment that's changing so much as something internal. Right. Is that what you thought I was going to say? Yeah, but there's two parts to that. It could be something to do with my body or it could be, you know, something internal in the paranormal sense, which is probably scarier than something on the external sense. You mean something sense. physically inside you? Uh, I don't I don't know how this works. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Didn't like No, no. Oh, absolutely man. not. You shush. Um <laughs> did we did we put the ED next to him? It was I, a creepy laugh. I'm I sorry, guys. I feel like it's during the third episode i'm not going to mention what it is but when that thing happens to your hand let's jump into that that's that's this episode oh that is this episode sorry it's been a while the next note i have is i wrote down the weirdest room yet and i genuinely meant that because that room was bizarre cooper's in the top of cooper's in which is what really scared me was a bizarre room this was a whole nother version of that like there's we had deja vu when we got there Mm. we were hearing noises in there we did the, oh, the Go, I forgot about the GoPro thing. You were shooting GoPro footage in that room. And every time the GoPro would pass by that records, um, uh, the archive shelving or whatever, it would just go nuts. The GoPro? Yeah. yeah do you remember that? No. Okay. So um, <laughs> I like this because it doesn't make sense. I like stuff that doesn't make sense. The GoPro I'm watching from my phone. But I'm close enough right. that yeah, I'm close enough that when I'm viewing it, it won't cut out. Even if you're back too, you won't cut out. So you were filming throughout that room, and every time you would pan by that specific spot, mm-hmm. the thing would freeze and it would digitally glitch for some reason. Now, what you think is that okay, well, she's just far away from you. I was literally outside the door. And you were the closest to me with the GoPro when you were aimed at that shelving unit. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing I can think of that would possibly do that would be some sort of electromagnetic uh, disturbance. Um, Oh, totally. But I I don't remember picking up anything anomalous in that room. No. Uh, However, we did have we did have the um, the REM pod go off several times right it did which does detect electromagnetic field disturbances within the mm-hmm. range of the antenna which can be set off by us if we're too close or a bunch of other things but remember there's that specific moment where i walk by i thought that i set it off so i went back and walked by again and it did nothing yep so there's something in that room causing either electrical or paranormal that's causing yep. interference with our equipment it's very interesting and the batteries were draining. Yeah, I remember that now. I've actually got to debunk that. Sure. The battery thing, um, yeah, it's always good to debunk sure. something. Sure, no, no, if you have like a this. total legit. Those batteries on the GoPro can go quick. Okay. Um, so here's a little spoiler for an uh, upcoming episode, but it's fine because it's in the context of me explaining this. The GoPro's batteries are kind of shit. <laughs> oh, sorry, GoPro. They they can go down pretty quickly. That doesn't pique my attention enough to be like, okay, that might be something that we're dealing with in the room. I think that might just be the camera because hmm. the battery is weird on that thing. Fair enough. In a future episode, our V-mount batteries 
which are heavy duty batteries built for you know cinematic big cameras they last like what eight hours seven eight hours. i can get an eight hour thing out of it yeah um roughly on average six hours yeah. if i'm going the whole time right when they go dead when two of them that are fully charged go dead in an instant you're talking about seaside yes yeah that's when i'm like no that's not right that go so just i just a friggin i can't debunk the gopro thing the yeah. battery thing I just I, I think it was the camera mm-hmm. and the battery was just being weird. It I can just so... I can totally I said sure. Yeah. Okay. Now what about the rest of it? Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. <laughs> the rest of it's weird. That's um, great. The Rempon inconsistency. So just to set the scene here, um, I didn't feel weird in that room before. I I think I was feeling weird off of you because you were having that deja vu moment and I was kind of caught up. That's in fair. Your emotion, I think, was sure. That. And it was kind of fun. I was like, holy shit, this is like deja vu from our craziest moment yet on the show. I wonder if yeah. we can get at this again. I think it's the excitement of the possibility of oh, something yelling yeah. at you again. Oh, Sorry. good, good, yeah. <laughs> that was great. You know it was. Um, uh, yeah. This time, though, hours had passed. Like, we were doing other stuff, and we returned to this room. And holy shit, was it another world in there. For you, eh? Yeah. <clears throat> it was bizarre. Hmm. Um, at first it was just this, I feel really cold. I feel really tense. You're going to see this too. When I'm standing in the room, um, it looks like I'm wearing like shoulder pads cause my shoulders are up the whole time. And I was tense the whole time. Like, it, you know, that feeling like when you're about to get a cold chill and like your, your kind of back moves and your shoulder blades are moving around. It's like, Oh, I got a cold chill. It felt like this is going to be the creepiest thing I say until part three. Uh, it felt like somebody was putting their hand on my shoulders Ooh. and that didn't sit well with me. So my body was rejecting it. Like, okay, something's, something's weird here. You, you don't like this. Raising your shoulders is a defensive posture. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So to me, it sounds like your body felt like it was under attack. Well, I, I was and this this isn't a pun it's just the way that okay i I was gonna use the word frozen i felt like i was paralyzed in my own kind of fear in that moment like legitimately because we we had that feeling and i was feeling cold chills go it was like somebody was running their nail up and down my spine Ew. yeah sorry you physically felt that or that was the response that your body was having like that was the sensation if somebody did that the sensation that would come from that Is what I was feeling. Like I didn't feel like something. Like I didn't feel a finger go up my. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. what I wanted to clarify. Is it similar to what you felt when you were sitting on the stairs? No. That was an overbearing, like mental something's wrong. Uh, it's like yeah, yeah. Actually, you know what? I can kind of describe this in the new age way. Virtual reality. If you hmm. put a virtual reality headset on and you do like a uh, roller coaster, mm-hmm. your brain is thinking you're on a roller coaster. Your body has zero understanding of what the hell you're going through. That's kind of what I felt on the stairs, where my body was like, you good? And my brain was like, go, leave, <laughs> get out of here now. Interesting. Yeah. It was two separate feelings. That's why it took me so long to no. turn around on the stairs. That makes sense. So I, I apparently I was in a defensive mechanism. That's always fun. Um so it goes from my back, I guess the shoulders to the back. 
and then my right hand, which... You heard something in your right ear upstairs, and then you oh, shit. I didn't think of that. felt yeah. something downstairs on the right side of your body. Huh. A coincidence? No. You don't think? N no. Okay. <laughs> the interesting thing is that originally you had started to think that maybe it was your grandmother. Actually, yeah, let's get into that. So, I, I didn't know if we should talk about it, but I feel like... It is kind of an interesting lead into this scenario. You give me the look. I'm just looking. <laughs> okay. That's how I look at people when they're about to talk about the paranormal. <laughs> so I had an experience in Cooper's Inn where I, I was pretty convinced, still am, to a certain degree, that the experience I had in Cooper's Inn was a good one. Right. I don't have bad feelings about Cooper's Inn anymore. Again, wouldn't go back. <laughs> really? But I, when I left, I felt better than when I arrived. Hmm. This was a similar scenario in terms of family, you know, ties that did not feel safe almost immediately. So when I first got in there, I had felt nice and and welcomed because right up the road is my grandfather's house where my grandmother used to live. And she died of cancer in 2005 or six, somewhere in there, um, middle of the 2000s. And I was like, okay, I feel like I've already gone through this with my grandfather. She kind of died suddenly too. This whole closure theme, I wonder if this is like, holy shit, is this actually happening again? That lasted for about what? Seven minutes? Eight minutes? Yeah. I wasn't counting. And then I'm like, no, this isn't that. This does not feel like that anymore. We were about to do a segment, I think, where you were going to go into the space and try to communicate. Was I gonna go in By alone yourself, yeah. with the with either the ghost box or something else? I don't you were and you were came going to me. To, yeah. Do you remember? You don't remember? No, I know. You don't we did, remember? We, we did it together. I remember we did the ghost box session together. Yeah, you were you were gonna go in alone, but then you didn't. You really didn't want to. And that's you when, came and talked to me. You yeah, don't that's remember when you this? talked to Holly. No. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to chalk that up to paranormal. I might just have a shitty memory, but yeah, I. That's possible. I don't remember that. Yeah. Huh. I I know that we sat down and we started doing the session because that's when the the, which I won't spoil. That's when the ghost box started acting weird. Yeah. I don't know if that's in part three or, or not, but uh, it uh, it most likely is going to make the show because it was such a freaking weird. The ghost box is supposed to act in one way, um, and it didn't. So we'll talk about that next week. Well, I mean, if there's there's no ghosts, then it should act in one way. If there are ghosts, then mm -hmm. theoretically it should act in the way it was acting. Sure. But this did something that we had never seen before in terms of oh, a that. technical failure. I almost want to call it a failure because it just shut down. Yeah, I thought there was something wrong with it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and then I it see gave what us, you mean. And then it gave us numbers. We'll talk about that next week. <laughs> um, so yeah, it felt like something was holding my hand. On the legitimately right holding side of your body. In my right hand. Um, like like um, as if your their fingers went through your fingers or yes. if it was... oh. What does that do? I, Why? What? I don't know. It's just gr really gross. <laughs> that freaks me out. <laughs> it legitimately felt like somebody was holding my hand. And that's why I kept it there. And I think because we just talked about that whole, you got something to say. What's up? Holly? I don't know. You looked at me and then you pointed. And said, I, 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 I don't know. See, I, I think um, I was going through a lot of emotions, I think, at that point where I had my hand down. 
I was feeling this cold. I was going through what I talked about with my grandmother, possibly. And then I was feeling scared shitless because, oh, that ain't it. Something else it is happening. That. And then I didn't want to move my hand. Again, stricken with fear. I just like couldn't. I Nothing in my body would allow me to be like, all right, this is done. I'm out of this. I was just there. Did you want it to happen? Were you like curious well, about it? I don't know if I was mentally, you know, I don't want to say sane, but I don't know if I was mentally thinking. I think I was trying to find an answer that wasn't there. And the answers that I was coming to was this family thing. And it just was not the Didn't answer. Fit. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I was hopeful that, okay, but maybe I'm missing something. I'm thinking something else. It was like, it, I've never felt cold like that. It felt like it, cold, cold shouldn't have a distinguishable character to its, its um, shape. You know what I mean? No, define. It really shouldn't. Uh, Paul's in the room and he's shaking his head yes. He, he knows nodding. what I'm talking about. If you feel a cold draft, it's a cold draft. You know what that feels like. If there's wind oh, coming in, I see AC, yeah. yeah. You shouldn't be able to feel the current of air wrapping around your own skin. <laughs> like You know what I mean? Like almost wrapping itself around you. Dude, what happened? Something held my hand and it was cold. <laughs> Did it feel like a big hand or a little hand? Or... It just felt cold. Oh. There was, no, I, I couldn't squeeze and feel the weight of it. It just legitimately felt like my, and it wasn't my arm. It wasn't, you know, from finger to elbow. It was just like wrist down. Did it feel masculine or feminine? Well, it felt feminine at first. And then it just felt, what is the right word? Heavy. Whether that's feminine. Like it was pulling you down like it was keeping me there holding you there not dragging me down not dragging me in any direction just like so you wouldn't be able to move maybe i don't know that's just what it felt that's what i was feeling at the time i mean this podcast is hey we're we've debunked a couple of things that's always fun but this is just what i was feeling at the time whether this means paranormal or not who the hell knows but at the moment it felt like it went from nice creepy who daunting it's seaside. Yes. I I felt something like that. Was it perhaps with your leg? It was. Okay. Oh. We'll talk about that in a couple of weeks. <laughs> That's why I was wondering, like, was did Well, there is connective but... tissue there with these episodes, isn't there? <laughs> why would you Sorry. describe it like that? Is that a bad way to describe <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, now now they sound fleshy. Ew. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope they're not. But without skin. Like I, oh, yeah. that's even more disturbing. Yeah, it's really disturbing imagery. I just felt so wrong in that room. Wrong, like you shouldn't be there because, you know, it's like your father's study or like... <laughs> you, well, there's a yeah, difference, right? I mean. That's kind of probably a good metaphor. Maybe not father's study. Like you're going to get in trouble because you're not supposed to be there? Like, I'm in here, but the longer I'm in here, the worse that whatever's next is going to be. You know what I mean? So if there's a... <laughs> yeah, as in you're more likely to get caught? Or... Yeah, let's use the father's study as an example. The longer I'm in there screwing around on the father's computer and his study, the more chances that he's going to walk in and scold me for it, right? Or if I'm in and out, it's probably not the case. Why didn't you leave? Couldn't. Didn't want to. Hmm. 
which is weird because <laughs> I wanted to. I even say that because Paul asked me, do you want to leave? And you were like, no. No. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and then he asked me again. I was like, yes, but I can stay here. Hmm. It was just this mental fight in my head. Like, you, you did go. And I'm like, no, nah, not yet. Mm. And I kept saying, not yet, not yet. Like I was waiting for something. Huh. I don't know. Trying to put words to something that you don't have the uh, dialect for. It is very weird. This is the first time in my life. These are the first experiences with this ghost show where I genuinely can't, at least in some way, explain how I felt. Because it was such a surge of like, feels wrong. Feels like I should be here, but I definitely shouldn't. It was like my brain was fighting with my soul <laughs> to like, dude <laughs> what what are you doing so what was your soul saying uh <laughs> i think curiosity hmm. to what would happen next interesting you know what you know what i'm gonna say something and this is gonna tease part three really well okay, okay? in that moment no matter what this was the cold on the hand the feeling of the hands on my my shoulder blades and all that stuff I think I know why I, why I could stay there as long as I did because it didn't even hold a candle to what I felt in that Yarmouth house at all which is next week but uh, yeah <laughs> how, how screwed is that it's like well you know the sparks are hitting me but at least I'm not in the fire <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> and I feel like that's dangerous eh ah, keep coming back to the fire no you set the fire to me I didn't <laughs> send the fire to you <sighs> okay. I don't know what do you think that was like legitimately what do I think it was Yeah. screwing with me or screwing with the room if it is something paranormal let's go down that rabbit okay, hole let's I like assume going down that, rabbit hole. that it was a paranormal entity sure why was it on you and holding your hand? Why yeah. was it? Maybe it was scared. It was scared? Yeah. Were your emotions your own or were you feeling the things from around you? I wonder if the shoulders and the hand were two separate things. More than one? Yeah. I mean, there probably was a lot of spirits in there. There's a lot of stuff happening. Well, that's an interesting thought. Something was behind me, but something was also next to me. <laughs> <laughs> you felt something behind you and then something held your hand <clears throat> to calm me down Whew. what if it wasn't paranormal what was it am I nuts yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> I was just cold damn it no I don't know it, it's what Paul says and, and, and Paul mentions this in this episode like you know he knows what a draft is we know what cold feels like when it's just like oh whatever it's cold it's the stuff that really stands out that's like oh that's not natural like cold that's a that little weird to you yeah there's actually um in yeah. A, in a future story, I don't know when it'll ever be out. It won't be this season, but eventually we get into what we call the uh, condom of cold. <laughs> yeah, that I was not involved with that. Yeah. At all. I heard it because <laughs> I was listening to you guys. I felt I it. it, and it that's not as gross as it sounds. It but sounds it was, pretty gross. It's a very bizarre scenario. Cold. It, Paul's the cold guy. Paul's like the Batman of cold. And, and I've realized that I'm I, I'm like the second Robin of cold. Oh, that, second Robin. Yeah. That doesn't end well for you then. 
No, it does not. Paul's here. He says that doesn't end well for me. Yeah, that's, I, I know. I know how that one ends. I interrupt. That makes you the Jason Todd of cold. Not yes. Good. Yeah. Not good. So something is going to twist my mind and turn me into something. <laughs> no, you get beaten by the Joker, die, come back from the dead, and then your mind's twisted. That's how it goes. That sounds about right. And the reason Jason Todd bo- died was because the audience voted to kill him. So. Think, no I, polls. You do not get to put a poll in between this season and next season. Night. Does Dylan get killed or not? This sucks. You brought it up. Uh, See, you guys miss me on Beyond Haunted. I still uh, this. Fight amongst yourselves. It, Paul will be on our finale episode at least. I'm going to coax you out of that editing room. No, I'll be on uh, next time for part three when we finish the trilogy. Yes. There you go, so folks. We can go over this because... I will add, amidst all these microphones, after part three, there's only two parts left in season one, both of which are at Seaside, and everything has been, this is me selling, everything has been culminating to momentous, horrible things, that physical assaults that happen at Seaside to you and me, and when I said you, it was Holly, you guys already talked about that a bit, I overheard it. Did anything assault you or... touch you with seaside something was trying definitely trying to get my specific attention right it's the way i see it anyways yeah yeah so seaside is like where it all comes crashing down on us and yeah so you folks have something to look forward to as chelsea storyboards are filmed that's awesome (laughs) i also have this weird feeling that paul has information that we don't know yet oh very much so baphomet Baphomet. Oh, there it is. That's the info he's holding out. And silence fills the room. Can he swing? No, he can't. <laughs> so. Dylan has taken off his glasses. Yeah. Okay. It's like. I'd never in a million years thought I would be A, hunting ghosts. Or B, in the scenario where I have to try and explain to myself, hey, something was holding your hand that wasn't actually there. Explain that. Isn't life grand? Yeah, it's it's great. So next week. Oh, my God. The teaser for next week in the end of this episode is uh, Paul asking, next to the Nazi memorabilia, Mm -hmm. are there Nazis here? And there's a very definitive no. Yeah. Yeah. It's very nice That's of them right. to say, no, they're not there. Yeah. Um, are there inconsistencies with that? <laughs> Perhaps more voices come through. You'll have to wait until next week to find out. Oh. There's also, I believe, next week or in Seaside. Um, hey, hey, Editor Paul. Yep. When is Yarmouth House? Is that part one or part three? Yarmouth House is next week. Oh, okay. So it closes out part three because things happen and then we go back to where we were staying and we've been talking about this on and off when i was on beyond haunted we mentioned it a few times yep oh i'm right next to holly now so it's apropos holly causes chaos and chaos ensues but if you want to tune in next week you should tune in for part three of this great trilogy it's like the star wars trilogy because you will see one of the best pieces of evidence mind-blowing evidence for not dead people interacting with us i don't think but for a trickster-like phenomenon that pulls stuff out of us and then throws it back 
and when I when you see it, it does involve Nazis. And when you see it, and when you hear it, you I swear you'll have the same reaction I did when I looked at the footage and and yeah, it's just like holy fuck. This yeah. is not PG rated, right? I no, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it is literally a holy fuck moment. And, you know, I, I thought, gee, this could end the season. This would be a season-ending cliffhanger. Wait, we still have two more. We have Seaside left to go, and there's all sorts of crazy stuff that happens there. But the Nazis don't leave us. They follow us along. You know, whatever it is, whatever's interacting with us just gets worse and worse and worse or crazier and crazier. So tune in next week for part three because you will see. I, I don't know. You know, you've known me for years, Holly. I don't normally oversell things like this. No, you do but not. But I'm telling you, when I, when I, I Facebook messaged Dylan and Holly this yep. the other night, and I said, look, here's a, a little clip, and Holly couldn't listen to it, but Dylan could, and he immediately wrote me back in something along the lines of, you know. I believe you, I said, holy shit. Yeah. Mm. Are you faking this? Did you make this up or whatever? And I went, nope, this really happened, and we didn't realize. We knew it happened at the time. Mm-hmm. It was the ghost box doing something, but we didn't understand what it meant and now we do and it's one of two things we're either being haunted by the greatest evil of the 20th century (laughs) ha ha or we're being haunted by the greatest evil (laughs) or somebody who wants to pretend they're the greatest evil because they think that that's what that's one of us which is worse me oh i'm pretty sure it's the first one i greatest evil or something that wants to pretend it's the greatest evil. i'll take i'll take the latter because i know what the greatest evil was capable of i don't want anything to do that do with that see my my curiosity is that um this is not the first time that we've had something um take the information that it was given at the first of a location hunt and then use it against us in the end intelligently yes does it use it against us or does it just maybe you know because if it's something out there and it and if i'm with the Nazi thing, if I'm there and if I can reach into your mind and see the Nazis of interest in me, I've studied them for many years. I even called them out and I said, look, this is something I, I'd never seen a swastika armband before. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it took me back 25, 30 years to when I was a history student writing papers on this and my honors thesis. I was just fascinated. And so maybe something reach, I'm trying to be nice here. Maybe mm-hmm. something pops into your mind and, and says, this guy seems this is cool to him. So why don't I pretend to be that thing right and it doesn't mean you harm i don't want to take your chair ollie because we're almost done right i'm sorry i just popped in to sell next week's episode yeah well sell 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 it it doesn't mean you whoops sorry microphone (laughs) it doesn't mean you harm necessarily even though what it might be pretending to be sure you know to any rational person you would see on the street would say you met x ghost x that is, you know, short of meeting, you know, Ghost Stalin, that's the most frightening thing you could meet, so. Is it? <laughs> yeah. In a ghost form, I think it is. Yeah. It's and, it's up there. And I'm I'm just curious about the Yarmouth House thing, too. When, oh. did, you, <laughs> did you guys talk at all about when we were in the Yarmouth jail and Holly, as after I had called out Tom Hutchings and we were walking away and Holly turned to you and said, have you ever seen Darker Than Dark or whatever it is? And then she literally turns to you and says, well, you're gonna. <laughs> and later that night, Darker Than Dark, Darker Than Dark. I will say this. So some, And I'm not saying Holly would have done it maliciously. I think it was just a random comment. It was a comment. But if there's something out there that hears it and it goes, oh, well, that could be fun. They yeah. seem to want to. I love how you take an actual. Trying to help you here. No. I love how you take an actual invitation to what we knew as an evil being yeah. 
and turn it around to me inviting it because I'm commenting on the fact that now you've called it down, you're going to actually see darker than dark. Do you, see, do you see what you did there? But I don't think it was Tom Hutchings. And you turned and said to Dylan, well, you're going to. You specifically said to him, and then he did. And I'm, I'm moving off the blaming you. And I'm now saying I think maybe when any of us throw this out there, and the three most active people in throwing stuff out there were Dylan, me, and Holly. I didn't really hear you do it. Jim, <laughs> I, I was listening to you guys do it. <laughs> right. And Jim didn't throw do anything. it as far as I know. But we at various times would engage in that sort of stuff. Maybe there's something out there we're like, you know, it, it's playing with us. So, or maybe we really are interacting with Baphomet, Nazis, demons, and all sorts of other horrible things. Yep. You know what? Those are your two options. Here's the thing. If I'm going to be accused of doing things, I might as well just do it. So season two is going to be whoa, a hoot. Whoa, whoa, now. <laughs> Wait a second. Excuse me. You've Hold already, on. First of all, you've already done it. Secondly, we're not accusing you. I'm <laughs> Help me out here, Dylan. I'm actually trying to help her, right? <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm more or less kind of absolving her of blame, if not necessarily defending her. I'm just saying nobody's blame. Well, I yeah. feel better. This yeah. is now a trickster element yeah. that has taken the information that we have jokingly given out and now and used it against us. So, Baphomet. Oh Christ! No, I don't want Baphomet. So okay, to end this off and to tease the next episode, um, and I and I kind of mentioned this in the beginning or somewhere in this podcast. Next week, um, I go through, basically, and I told Holly this, I will I will explain what I felt in better detail, the tell-all <laughs> demon interview. We're, lo we're looking forward to it. And uh, I'll say this, I have never in my life felt fear like I felt fear in that house. And we were there for way too long. And we went back. <laughs> and, we, and we'll go back again. I think no. We'll go back for season two. Are you serious? I am now. Yeah. No. Just seeing the look on his face. Investigation <laughs> only. And I'm telling you right now, I am telling you, and I will pay for this myself. I'm staying at the Radisson or whatever's down the street if you guys are staying in that house. <laughs> we'll protect you. I will, I will invest. I'll, I'll even send something over to help you out. I will investigate oh. no problem. You. Oh. Holly, look at us. Holly and I will protect you, won't we, Holly? I mean, we wouldn't we wouldn't harm you too, would we? So far... Uh, oh, oh, man, you should see the looks on their face right now. Paul, Paul has thrown cold to me, Miss Gorham to me. Happened? I don't know. He has uh, <laughs> opened up every vortex possible and has true. brought me along the entire time. Um, as you see in this episode and the last one, whenever something goes really weird, he calls me up. Um, and Holly basically sent what can only be described as a demonic presence over to my room. So next week... <laughs> you make we it get... sound a lot worse than it was. I know. He's such... Kids today. I know. So if I told you... Here, here, I can't wait for them to see Seaside when I really get He has miffed. a gleeful look on his face. Gleeful? Folks. I don't oh, think so. Oh, he does. He, is, <laughs> he, he says he hates this... But look how much he loves it. You can see it in his eyes. You know so why he's I... really mad? Because we didn't send enough to him. You because know if we had sent more than whatever we would have sent to him, might have levitated him and he'd be $5,000 richer That's today. That's what it is. That's what it is. We need I... to do better next year. I think I we have to do better. Wait. Chelsea, you with us? Um, uh, it's either you or oh, Dylan. Oh, man. Oh, man. Guys, you're putting an impossible 
no, situation really on Face Emily. That's an easy one. You just go and tell it. <laughs> I know, but I don't want to. He's already gone through a lot. He has. You and, know? and through through all that I've gone through, I feel like I've, I've become very closer and more comfortable with whatever you sent my way. So maybe we can cut a deal, me and this shadowy thing, huh? You smiling little bastards. Wow. <laughs> You don't have that wow. kind of pull. The only person sitting at this table that has that kind of pull is... She thinks it's her. <laughs> it's me. But we're both pretty sure We're joking. Us. We're joking, folks. We, we never are. want to hurt any I'm, one of the cast. I have never summoned scared. a demon in my life. That's a... That... I don't believe that. Paul, what's in that closet? <laughs> Awkward. It's a shark. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, that's... Yeah. Named... Hua. <laughs> <laughs> no, named Ouija. 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 Okay, yeah, we joke, but no, we, we, uh, no one wants to hurt anyone. And I laugh only because it's funny. <laughs> it's funny now. Paul's laughing. Starting to understand why that shadow person found me in Chesky Krumhoff. While Holly was back at the wizard's castle, she was conjuring demons to follow me. It's all making sense to me now. Uh, there was actually earlier a time when I laughed quite inappropriately, and I apologize for that, Dylan. I It was a kind of almost a cackle, and uh, I don't know where it came from. Do you not remember that? You keep losing your memory. In this podcast? Pretty sure. In this podcast. Do you understand how tired I am? <laughs> Uh, I don't even remember what we're talking about. Is this is this the commentary for the 2015 film Exit Threat? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we're good. Then. Okay, he slipped into a... 70 film festivals over 30 awards. Well, so that's Thanks. There you go. <laughs> Holy... This has been the greatest episode of Beyond Haunted ever because, um, you know, just like the demon in my shower... Whoa. I, I really spoilers. <laughs> this is um, I'm gonna describe what I'm seeing. This is described <laughs> home video. Paul has grabbed a shark uh, puppet puppet from the closet. Um, don't read too much into that. What what Sharky has something to say? Oh, Here we go. God. Here it is, guys. What does Sharky have to say? Welcome to our world. Hold on. Does anybody, can anybody guess what Sharky's going to say? Something about porgs? Baphomet is coming for you, Dylan. Oh, coming? shit. He's already here. <laughs> coming back. You're editing the episode where he shows up. That's true. Sharky's not, but I am. Oh, dear. You know, it's only funny because we're so tired and it's so effing real. The weird thing is when yeah. we used to try and summon Baphomet all those years ago. I've never summoned a demon. Well, it wasn't me. I was just in the room, mostly. <laughs> Next guest. You know what we used to listen to? I didn't to? rob the store. I was just the lookout. I, I'm actually, if I'll have to take a lot of the tape out because we used to tape these sessions. And, you know, there's an awful lot in there that, I mean, I don't <laughs> really want anyone to ever hear. But... There is a tape recording of this? Oh, there's more than one. We need to do it's the not show like we live. Just did it once. We are doing it well practically. Anywho, you know what music was I realized when one more than one of the sessions when we would try and do this what was playing in the background? Pick one artist. What do you think we were playing? Oh man. Is it something that I would guess? Yeah, we're students in the 19 uh, early 1990s, so Is it something I would guess? No. Well, I don't know. Go ahead, take a guess. 
1990s. Yeah, you'll love this. It, it wasn't 1990s. I'll, I'll even give you a hint. It, it was from the 60s. I don't know. I really don't know. Dylan. <laughs> That's a very broad. What do you mean? Bob Dylan. We were playing Bob Dylan. We were playing Dylan. <laughs> he doesn't even spell it the same way. <laughs> I know. It's not even his real name. <laughs> oh, my God. The connection. I know. It's just like freaky, isn't it? We're also playing Leonard Cohen, so to be fair. <laughs> Unless your name's Leonard. You're probably, you're probably cool. You know, when I was um, when I was throwing that cold on you in this episode, I was thinking of Paul Stanley. Does that mean anything? <laughs> huh. Yeah, sure. You have terrible musical taste. <laughs> Jeez. Like, Kiss? He didn't even sing Beth, and that's their best song. So. I didn't even know. I couldn't think of another Paul. I think that was, that was Ace Freely. But you, Paul McCartney. Who? Just kidding. <laughs> Paul McCartney. Who did? That was worth it. Did you say who? Yeah. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, this has been um, basically the ending of this podcast. It's like we dropped an atom bomb on any organization whatsoever. <laughs> and I'm, I kind of like it because we've gone absolutely bananas because we've been dealing with ghosts, spirits, possibly Nazis. Hmm? Who knows at this point? Paul, shark puppets. And my personal favorite and the guy who just, um, you know, really just visited me. Just to say hello, Baphomet. Wow. But that's next week. So. Wow. And he'll be back, the Lionel Richie version. Hello again. Sorry. <laughs> hello, <laughs> darkness, my old friend. Yeah. No, that's, that's a 60s reference. It's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> so dark. next Darker week, ladies dark, and gentlemen, Simon and Garfunkel. come back for the, um, the ending of the Barrington Trilogy. And basically the beginning of the South Shore saga is what I'm going to call it. We're going to bring it because like, Seaside together more next week. Yeah. Like a, as a podcast. Yeah. As a team. Because this know. was this was just all over the place. I, I had fun with this one. Oh, you didn't have fun before. No, I had fun before, but this one was like crazy. We could call this Beyond Clustered. There you go. I think Beyond Haunted is good. Paul is wandering back, which <laughs> always means something fun is about to happen. He's got more information. No, he's just there. I just think we should have an exorcist in, exorcist in for the last episode of Beyond G- Haunted. I said that nine years ago. We, sh- we should invite <laughs> a special guest, somebody who can uh, n- maybe not rid of... Rid of? Rid of? I can't. Wow, you sound like... Talking in tongues now, apparently. <laughs> Somebody that cannot rid us of these demons, but just let us know that they're there. Because I don't want to get rid of them until, we, you know, Haunted's, like, done. I can, I can let you know they're there. I feel... What do you see? What do your elf eyes see? Give me a mirror. Wait, you see them in the mirror? Give me a mirror. How you guys never knew that? What? what? Oh. What are you talking... Like, see a demon in the mirror? Amateurs. Yeah, we've never done this before. What's about seeing a demon in the yeah. mirror? Because what if I saw the demon in the mirror? Because I, I was seeing did. the reflection off of the damn. You thought I saw it in the mirror. Hey, this yeah. is going to be unhaunted, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> I, I'm going to ask you this oh, question the again. Passionate look in your face again. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to ask you this question again next week because I want to know what the hell that means. Okay. So, my name is Dylan Garland. I'm Chelsea Camo. I'm Holly Stevens. And I was Paul Kimball, and I still am. <laughs> And this has been the most clusterfucked episode of Beyond Haunted we so will really ever just have. Unedited. And it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
Gorgon says hello. Oh, and he's back. Holy shit. My name is Dylan Ground, and you have just been beyond haunted.